0: On May 28th, President Obama gave the commencement address at West Point and he outlined what he called his vision of U.S. foreign policy and American leadership in the world in the 21st century. His remarks were relevant and forward-looking and they therefore met the standards of a good commencement address, Uh, but they did not meet the standards of, of a good strategy. Uh, One problem, as several commentators have pointed out, is that his address was really based on an array of straw men and false choices, and that's not a good intellectual foundation for a strategy. Uh, A second problem is that his address really contained a hodgepodge of foreign policy goals and foreign policy tools. Uh, the goals included the promotion of democracy and human rights and countering terrorism. The tools were the, US, the use of military force and uh, embracing multilateralism. Uh, and it's fine to talk about all of those things, but they should be kept separate. And he lumped everything together. A good strategy keeps these things straight. And that leads to a third problem, which is inconsistency. And this requires a little bit of context. If you go back to the President's uh, major address to the UN General Assembly in September 2013, uh, he talked mainly about the Middle East, but he outlined four US core interests. uh, uh, Countering aggression against allies and friends, uh, continuing the free flow of energy from the Middle East and around the world, countering terrorism, and discouraging the proliferation of weapons of mass destruction. Uh, In September at the United Nations, the President specifically put the promotion of democracy and human rights in a secondary category. He was specific and explicit about this, and it was really a reversal of his earlier embrace of the Arab Spring. Well, in May 2014, just eight months later at West Point, the promotion of democracy and human rights is back in that top category once again. And you know, the, the interests of, of great power don't change that much and they don't change that quickly. I think a good strategy keeps core interests straight. Uh, and that leads to a fourth and final problem which was that the President's West Point address was incomplete. Uh, some very important things were left out and that's a problem if you're outlining your vision of US foreign policy. Uh, For example, uh, the most serious threat to U.S. national security isn't just terrorism, it's nuclear terrorism. Uh, The President talked about that in March at the Nuclear Security Summit in The Hague, uh, but he didn't really talk about it at West Point. Uh, The President's grand strategy in geostrategic terms is what's called the pivot or the rebalance to Asia. The President talked talked about that a lot in April when he visited Asia, but he he hardly talked about it uh, at West Point. Uh, And so these kinds of things need to be included if you're going to outline your vision overall for US foreign policy. In my view, the president has good instincts on foreign policy in many important respects. He understands that global developments will be tremendously important for the United States in the first half of the 21st century. And I think more than almost all of his predecessors, President Obama understands that unilateralism will be the exception to the rule, multilateralism will be the rule in the 21st century. So I think he has the outlines of a grand strategy. Uh, The problem is that it's still in draft form and too many of these drafts are appearing in public in these major addresses. Uh, The president needs to pull all of this together in one clear, compelling, comprehensive, strategic statement. Uh, Until he's ready to do that, he should dial back on the major addresses. Um, Over a century ago, Teddy Roosevelt said, you should speak softly and carry a big stick. I I think for President Obama, he should really stop talking altogether until he's ready to roll out uh, his grand strategy and it's it's a bit of an irony for someone who is such a a tremendous public speaker. Uh, Lately his speech-making has been his weakness. Now, no one expects every presidential utterance to be perfectly well-crafted and perfectly consistent, but when a president gives a major address, uh, it's important that things are reasonably well-crafted and reasonably consistent, and the West Point speech did not live up to those standards. And it's especially important for this president to get these things right at this juncture.